0: Learn more at marines.com. <laughs> What's going feel
1: like a million dollars.
2: <laughs> want to check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? how
3: you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up,
2: man? TMZ Sports. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock with my guy, as always, Mojo Mutati, Mojo football fans Still talking about that terrible injury to Brown star running back Nick Chubb and Now, Mojo, a lot of people debating whether or not the hit, of course, uh, courtesy of Minka Fitzpatrick, whether or not that hit was dirty, Mojo. Um, A lot of people have strong feelings about this, and it's a very polarizing issue. I don't know the answer, Mojo. I know you probably uh, have your thoughts as a former lineman yourself. We had an opportunity to talk to one of the best Steelers defenders of all time, James Harrison. James Harrison, Mojo who was in the building in Pittsburgh for the game we asked him that very question straight up James was that hit dirty here's what he said
3: no you're trying to get him down period you know he's not he's not a little guy he don't run you know he don't run light he's trying to get him down by you know any means necessary and you know injuries are part of the game and you've made it to where if a guy goes in there and comes in high um and hits him in the head now he's getting fined so what do you have to do you got guys shooting low now. And that's that's just what you done made the game into. Would it be harder for you to play with, with the with the rules these days? No, it wouldn't be harder for me to play, to be honest with you. It would probably be a whole lot more people getting hurt because I'm going to shoot at your legs. And, that's and you mean. have a guy coming in there and, you know, 260, 70 pounds, and he's shooting at a guy's legs that's uh, you know, 200 pounds, 220 pounds, or, you know, 180 pounds, it's not going to end up well.
2: I'm still scared of that guy, Mojo. Just listening to him talk, dude. Are you kidding me? I used to uh, <laughs>
1: study his workout videos and try to emulate him when I was coming up. Like, I don't think James Harrison is saying this because he is a longtime Steeler, and we're talking about a rivalry game featuring his own team. I don't think that has anything to do with this. Yeah. But but he's right. You know, brings up a good point. Guys are so worried about hitting another player in the head now. It's it's not like you go aiming for the neck or the shoulder. I mean one one little misstep, one little juke and now you're hitting a guy in the head. Yeah. If you're trying to avoid the head, you have to aim for something a lot farther away than that. And this is what's going to help lead to these injuries. That combined with the fact with, you know, some of these running backs are big boys. It takes a lot to bring them down. I mean, a lot of times they're getting a lead. They're coming at you with five, 10 yards, yep. uh, full head of steam. And you know, you're just taking one step and trying to bring a guy down, not always going to go that way. Or, you know, maybe you can bring them down, but they're going to drag you for a yard or right. two. And when it's a game of inches, you got to get that guy down right now. And that's what the game calls for. And what's the best way to do that? You take the legs and this is unfortunately the risk that
2: happens. I mean, it was a nasty injury. For me, when you have 22 guys who are big and strong, all concentrated in one area, I mean, this is the kind of thing that happens. I don't know how else Minka Fitzpatrick could have tried to make that tackle. And like you said, you go high on a guy like Nick Chubb, you're probably going to get run over. Add to it, they were inside the red zone and he's dragging your ass into the end zone, right? And then your coach is chewing you out and you don't play and this is your livelihood. and I don't think that Minka Fitzpatrick tried to hurt Nick Chubb. I really do not believe that he tried to hurt him. All right, Mojo, moving on to Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Did Travis's brother, Jason Kelsey, fellow NFL star, just confirm that they are actually, in fact, a real deal couple? Maybe, Mojo, maybe not. So let's set this thing up, Jason Kelsey. Goes on the radio with the sports guys in Philadelphia, WIP, the big sports talk radio station in the city of brotherly love. Mojo, of course, uh, these days when uh, Jason is being interviewed, it's sort of routine to ask him about his brother's love life. And that's exactly what happened uh, during the interview. This week was asked about Taylor Swift. Listen to what he says. And then there's a little bit of commotion. So it's a bit hard to hear. But it seems like Jason then takes back everything he just said about the relationship. Here, take a listen. Oh, that's too dope. How does love... No, that's <laughs> right. Hey. Yeah.
3: I, um... <laughs> I, Jesse, you I, know, I you know, 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 everything Everything you say gets quoted on these days. You know
1: that, right? I know. I get it. And that's the way the world works. And, um, got Tony kind of blindsided me with that question on
3: Thursday night. And
1: it's hard to answer because I don't really know a lot about what's happening in Travis's love life. And I try to, like, keep, uh, you know... You know his business, kind of his business, sure. and, and stay out of that world. You know, but having said that, man, I I I, I think they're doing great, and I think it's all 100 percent true, and I hope that this soon goes around. No, I'm joking. I don't
2: really Whoa. know
1: what's happening. So. <laughs> wow! <laughs> good, good for them, Jason. Good, good for them, man. That's that's excellent.
2: See, Mojo, it's very difficult to hear, but it sounds like Jason then says. I'm kidding, or I'm just joking, something to that effect. I don't know. Maybe he just confirmed it.
1: I love how he used I think and 100% true in the same <laughs> sentence. What, which one is it, pal? Those things don't be do, not mean, they do not mean the same things. Hey, I mean, he's probably having some fun with it. Who knows yeah. if this is true? Who knows? if it's maybe headed this way, I mean, sometimes people date before they formally enter into a relationship. And if you get asked a question about said relationship before you're ready to put a label on it, uh, you know, you get answers like that. So that could be what's happening. You know, that could be exploring this situation and seeing where they want to go from here, or it could all just be some fun, you know, a little fun in the entertainment world for us all to joke about and talk about. And, you know, I, I don't know. I'm I, Again, I'm hoping it's not true because I don't want to see my guy Travis Kelsey get bashed in the next
2: T-Swift song because that's how it goes with her, uh, her exes. It yeah, you know, always but. ends the same way, Mojo. Now, what if I told you that Travis and Taylor Swift, two of the biggest stars in their respective fields, might not be the biggest new couple that we're going to talk about in this segment, Mojo, because uh, there is wow. another couple – Equally as big, in my opinion, and maybe I shouldn't call them a couple because we have been told that they are not a couple necessarily, but that they are, Mojo, quote, hanging out, end quote. Yes, I'm talking about Kim Kardashian and Odell Beckham Jr., Mojo. Yeah, Uh, they have known each other for a long time. They've been friends for many, many years. But lately, they've been at several really high profile parties together, and we were told the sparks were flying And uh, yeah, that they have been hanging out and enjoying each other's company. They were together right there. That's Odell at the the very famous white party over the 4th of July weekend at billionaire Michael Rubin's home uh, on the East Coast. And then you go back to November, so a few months before, still from the white party there. If you go back to November, they actually were at Odell Beckham's 30th birthday party out here in Los Angeles, Mojo. So... They've been together, same parties, again, hanging out with each other, not putting the dating relationship on it just yet. But I think they might be bigger, Kim Kardashian and Odell Beckham Jr.? I don't know.
1: Uh, see, that's where I was going to take this one. I mean, if it's true, o- OBJ and Kim, then that's that's great for them. Two single people, yeah. obviously available. You know, it's what you do, I suppose. But, yeah, I mean, which which couple is bigger right now? Oof. I mean— Travis has been on fire for a bit and come into his own, and he's developed his own out off-the-field persona, and there's that. So, I mean, Travis Kelsey versus OBJ, in terms of a name, I mean, for a while it was definitely OBJ, but I would venture to say it's my guy, Travis, now. Yep. And then you got T-Swift. Well, there you go. Just two good-looking guys. There it guys is. Right Look at there. that. Who's who? Yeah, exactly. You can't even tell. So, obviously, <laughs> he actually probably either one of those stars is a much bigger star than OBJ, if we're being honest. I would honest say here. so. Absolutely. But as far as T-Swift and Kim K, I mean, I don't know the last time Kim Kardashian sold out mega concerts in the world's biggest arenas for consecutive days in a row, breaking attendance records everywhere she goes. So, I mean, I think I gotta be Team Kelsey and
0: Team T-Swift here. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ray-Ban, Good American, and Ulta. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Just go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it.
2: Welcome back to TMZ Sports, Mike and Mojo. Mojo, let's be honest. Colorado is the talk of the college football world, and that is all thanks to that man right there, head coach. Deion Sanders, absolutely incredible what he's done in Colorado, that football team to a football team mojo that won one game last season. Now they're three and 0 they're ranked. They've got a bunch of big games coming up. Mojo, in fact, there's so much excitement that there is a real fear that Deion Sanders could bolt, could leave Colorado for some other program somewhere across the country. Of course, we know that's What happened with Jackson State? Dion was at Jackson State, it's an HBCU. He got them a lot of attention and after turning that program around, of course he found his way to Colorado. So Mojo, that's on a lot of fans' minds. We talked to a guy who actually may have a little bit of insight because uh, not only uh, was this guy part of the 1990 Colorado National Championship team, the only time that university has ever won a national championship, then went on to uh, become a, an NFL star himself, much like Dion, a three-time Pro Bowler, a former uh, great linebacker, Chad Brown. We asked him about the possibility of Dion leaving. It's going to be good news for the people in Colorado.
3: Well, initially, I, I had those concerns because... Uh, at some point, a school from the SEC or the Big Ten was going to offer him double what the Buffaloes are paying him. If they pay you five or six million bucks a year, I'll give you 10 or 12. And those programs have the money to be able to do that. But as this season has gone along with the amount of interest that has come to Colorado and the elevation of the Colorado program, I think the number of schools that he would leave for becomes smaller and smaller and smaller. While before I was just worried about somebody offering him more money, now, I think he would not leave unless it's for one of the true blue bloods of college football. It's got to be in Ohio State. It's got to be in Alabama. It's got to be in Michigan. Maybe his alma mater, Florida State. And let's not forget, Chador Sanders, his dad, Coach Prime, has been the only coach he's ever had. So I'm not sure if Shador can transfer again. So unless Chador can move with, with Coach Prime, I think they're going to be together at least until his college eligibility is up.
1: This is literally exactly what we said yesterday, right? Yeah. There's no chance he's not leaving. If someone offers him double the money to go to a – much bigger program with more eyes, more resources. How do you not do that? The only deterrent you have right now is waiting for your kids to finish college. And as a former transfer at the Division One level myself, I know how costly that year sitting out can be. So to do that twice, not gonna happen. It's just not gonna right. happen. I mean, Shador would have to stay behind and let his dad go elsewhere, which... I don't think that's going to happen. It's possible, but I also don't think that's going to happen either. But yeah, I mean, it's not like Colorado pulled Coach Prime out of the gutter. It's not like they were the only team that was offering him a deal when no one would give him a chance, you know, which would maybe create some sort of loyalty factor there. But we've seen in the past how long loyalty can last uh, when it comes to business, and it's just, frankly... Not that long. I don't see Coach Prime staying here. What
2: do you think about this, Mojo? I've often thought this about guys like LeBron James. Is LeBron James going to go to a to a good team that can win? Well, the fact that LeBron is on the team makes it the good team, and that's sort of how I look at Deion Sanders now. Mojo, unless it's one of those real-deal blue-blood programs like Ohio State, like Michigan, like Alabama, I think Deion makes it a destination, makes it a big school just by his mere presence. Like we said, 1-11 last year. That's the record that Colorado had. They were arguably the worst part of a big conference team in, in all of college football. Now look at them. They are, uh, again, they're the talk of the entire college football world. And I, I do think that Dion is the one guy who actually, whatever team he's on, that team actually becomes a big-time program. And I do wonder, Mojo, as long as they pay him, whether or not he might actually not leave and set up roots in Colorado. Coming up next, CFC Sports Cavs president Kobe Altman flunks the field sobriety test during his arrest for allegedly driving drunk last week and the entire incident was captured on police body camera footage. We're gonna show it to you next on TMC Sports. What ginormous stars have we seen on the TMC celebrity tour? Well, how about Ben Affleck, Brianna, Kevin Hart, Mariah Carey, Mark Wahlberg, The Rock, Lizzo and Jamie Foxx. Buses
0: depart daily from the Hard Rock Cafe in Hollywood. Head to TMZTour.com or scan this QR
2: code and book your tickets now. Welcome back to TMZ Sports, Mike and Mojo. Mojo, Kobe Altman, uh, the president of basketball operations for the Cleveland Cavaliers. He's One of the best, brightest young executives in uh, all of basketball, obviously has done a a great job for uh, the Cavaliers, but found himself in some trouble, Mojo. On Friday, Altman was arrested in Ohio for uh, OVI, OVI operating uh, vehicle under the influence. It's what in most states would obviously be referred to as a DUI or a DWI. So uh, Altman is pulled over. Cop suspects that he might have had a, a little something drink mojo, they take him out of the car, and then they put him through uh, the paces. They put him through a field sobriety test, and let's just say it didn't go great for Kobe, and it was all captured on police body camera. Take a look. You so said you had one or two tonight? One or two? All right, so we'll put you through a few field sobriety tests, all right?
3: I promise you, I'm the president of Cavaliers. I- I just got back from overseas trip as well, so I'm also exhausted. Okay. Just had a long dinner. I mean, I'm trying to I understand the, I understand the test. Yeah. I'm just trying to work with you on. I was trying to get home. I, I mean, I'm that. But I mean, the reason I stopped you because you almost caused an accident, you know? right? I can't hear you counting. You messed me up. Let me let me let me do it. How did I mess you up? Because I'm 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 focusing. This is a pre-arrest test, sir. Tell me about how much alcohol you have in your system, okay? No, you
2: can refuse it. You refuse it? <laughs> so, Moji, you gotta do you know who I am in a, a polite way, but I'm the president of the Cavs. Didn't work though.
1: Pac-Man Jones is asking right now why he couldn't get some of these on the <laughs> plane the other day. This is exactly what Pac-Man was demanding. Yep. Um, except I have a feeling that Pac-Man would have done just a bit better than Kobe yeah. Altman during this test. I mean, it's pretty clear, right? I mean, his his speech isn't too bad, but obviously struggling with the test, yeah. the sobriety, refusing to take the breathalyzer, which of um, is of course not an admission of guilt if you refuse to take a breathalyzer. But there are few reasons that explain why one wouldn't if they are completely sober. So uh, not a great look. I mean, I don't know. You see athletes and celebrities all the time try to drop the celebrity card yeah. to get out of instances like this. I don't know how often these things work out, but I feel like every time we're covering them, obviously they aren't. And then you just look foolish. The team is more right. upset about this because you're trying to use their name and you're tied to the organization yeah. to get you as an individual out of trouble. The team didn't help you go out there and get wasted and tell you to get in a car and drive home. So I wouldn't go out there and try to make it no. a
2: team yeah. issue. And, and Mojo, you heard what the guy, with the cop said. He said that you're out here almost causing accidents. And it did seem like Kobe was trying to blame it on being tired or jet lagged. Uh, but the cop said, look, you're almost uh, essentially running people off the road out here. We, we've seen what can happen when you drive drunk. Henry Ruggs, there's a million other examples of non-famous people Uh, He is supposed to be the one who knows better, the adult, the executive, the example. And uh, obviously, it's a a very, very bad look for Kobe Altman. He's going to have to deal with this now. There's a good chance he's going to lose his license. By the way, he's driving a $110,000 car. He makes a hell of a good living for himself. Call an Uber. Get a driver. Coming up next on TMZ Sports, LaMelo Ball gets some fresh new tattoos. One of them, wear on his neck. Do you like it? Do you not like it? Let's you decide next on TMZ Sports. Want
0: to listen to today's show? Now you can check us out on the go with the
1: all-new TMZ Sports Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to subscribe and listen. Where, as always, tomorrow's show will be the best show since today!
2: Welcome back to TMZ Sports, Mike and Mojo. Mojo, let's get inked up. Although we have no tattoos between us, but you know who does? <laughs> Lamelo Ball does, Mojo, and that's who we're talking about, Lamelo Ball. Getting geared up for the uh, upcoming NBA season, of course, starts in October. Lamelo was hurt last year with the ankle injury, Mojo. He's raring to go for this upcoming season, though. Got himself a new neck tattoo. So went to a guy, there it is, uh, went to Rock and Roll G, Now, that says LF. Uh, LaMelo's middle name is LaFrance, LaMelo LaFrance Ball. LaFrance, also his clothing, his apparel line. So a little double meaning there. It also happens to be the logo. So he gets the brand new tattoo mojo. That's not the only one that he gets. He also uh, got two other tattoos uh, on his wrists. And pretty cool, ready to go. I like it. Heem, I don't know exactly what that means, nickname, Looks cool, though. There you go. That's
1: what it's about. That's all Tattooed. that matters, right? <laughs> it's about looking cool. Forget if there's any meaning or symbolism behind them. As long as they look cool, at least that's that's my philosophy yeah. as a tattooless man. So <laughs> La France. I mean, obviously, if you're going to uh, try and support your brand, the neck real estate way more valuable oh, than yeah. the wrist real estate. If you're trying to uh, to push your brand, yeah. it's going to be present in every interview, every shot of you. It's just right there front and center. So uh, a business mind on the young man. I like where he's headed with this. Headed, get it?
2: Yeah, I got it. You know what? That was going over my head, Mojo, until Nine. you said something. Uh, we're out of time, Mojo. Colorado craziness going to continue tomorrow. Still talking about Deion Sanders, and we're going to be joined by uh, Jeremy Bloom, former star for the Colorado Buffaloes, a guy who is uh, still very involved in the program. Even to this day, he was super psyched. He was pumped, Mojo, when they hired Deion, and I'm guessing not even Jeremy could have imagined that things would go as well as they have. We're going to talk to him tomorrow about all things Deion Sanders and Colorado Buffalo should be a great show.
1: Continuing conversations about the hottest topic in football yeah. should make tomorrow
0: Hi-ya! the best show since today. <laughs>